Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. We use the idiom to have arrived when we're talking about something which we've done which has been very successful to have arrived. For example, uh, he felt he had arrived when he got his first part on Broadway in the theatre. It's a very common idiom when we're talking about memories or we're recalling something where we felt we'd done really, really well. Let me explain. And I'm going to do it by talking about London's Trocadero. For those of you who haven't been in London for a while, you might remember London's Trocadero. It was an entertainment venue, which was there all the way up until, I think, 2014. They finally dismantled it. If you've ever been to Leicester Square, if you walk along just a little bit towards Piccadilly, on the right-hand side, there was a huge big building. It had around six floors, and inside it, it had amusement arcades, it had bars, it had games for kids. It was a place where kids could just spend time. Now, it's been there since the 60s, and I remember in the 1980s going there with my friends we thought we'd arrived, going into London Trocadero with our Walkman, you know, the cassette tape player, going up and down the escalators. We really thought we had arrived. For us, that was the best thing we possibly could be doing. If you're interested in the London Trocadero, I have to tell you that, unfortunately, it's been sold. They closed it and finally converted it into a hotel. And the basement now is a mosque. And a lot of people are very unhappy about the mosque being there because it kind of clashes with that area, which is known for its rather loud and aggressive nightlife. It is, after all, just at the back of Soho. I'm not sure why they wanted to make it into a mosque anyway, because there's one just round the corner um, in, I think it's Barclay Street, there's a, a mosque. But anyway, that's a London Trocadero. So we really thought we'd arrived, you know, going up and down the escalators, playing the games, especially things like Pac-Man. It seemed kind of innocent in those days compared to what we have today. I sometimes yearn for the Trocadero to see it again, but on closer analysis, maybe it's not the Trocadero that I'm looking for. Maybe it was just that feeling of innocence and security, that feeling of confidence that we have when we're younger, whereas now we tend to walk through the streets not alone exactly, but we don't have that feeling, that feeling of buoyancy that perhaps we once had.
buoyancy means a cheerful or optimistic attitude towards life. Other moments where I'd felt like I'd arrived was when I think the CD player was invented. Oh yeah, my portable CD player and I uh, casually walking around the city, you know, that was uh, a moment where I thought I'd arrived. Oh, and DAB radio, this tiny little radio with a huge aerial, which didn't really pick up very much. <laughs> I thought I'd arrived when I had one of those as well. We all have those moments where we think we are the bee's knees, the best we can be. The bee's knees, by the way, is something similar. When we think we are the best, when we think we're at the top of our range, you know, we can say, oh, I thought I was the bee's knees. I'm not even sure bees have knees. By the way, speaking of bees, you know, you shouldn't kill them in the UK. You can kill wasps, but you can't kill bees. They are endangered. They're not exactly protected by the law, but if you try to use a spray to kill them, then you are actually breaking the law. It's a bit complicated, okay? You can technically kill them, but insecticides, that's those sprays we use to kill wasps and other things, you shouldn't use that on a honeybee. Um, insecticides aren't allowed to be used to kill bees. Yeah, in fact, you'll never see an insecticide, you know, the sprays we use, you'll never see one which says it will kill bees because they're not allowed by law to produce them. Um, if you have a bee that's upsetting you, <laughs> you can't get rid of it. Maybe it's okay to do what my grandmother used to do. She would put um, a jam jar, you know, a jar of jam. She would wait until it was empty and put uh, put water in it and the bee would actually go into the water would go all the way down to the bottom of the jar to collect the honey and of course it would drown itself well it's not collecting honey is it it's collecting whatever it needs to make the honey so yeah yeah so if you just have an empty jar you can easily put something sweet at the bottom of it and watch the bee uh, go in and it's not going to come back out. That's the best way to get rid of them, I think. But if you if you try to spray it, you're technically breaking the law because uh, they're not supposed to be used on bees, those things. Yeah. Oh, very complex, isn't it? Very complex. Yeah, yeah. Which reminds me, my grandmother used to use beeswax polish on furniture you used to be able to buy this um round tin and you opened it and it had like a hard polish inside that you scooped out it was called beeswax i haven't seen that for years i think it is still around uh, i could do with some of that around here just to give my uh my furniture a little polish beeswax yes yes uh, so yeah it's very nice very nice so yeah don't kill bees please
Do you know who keeps bees? This might surprise you. Yeah, um, Camilla. She's an avid beekeeper. She loves them. She took up beekeeping in 2010. Well, I don't know why she arrived so late at beekeeping. <laughs> 2010, I mean, she's no spring chicken, is she? So I'm surprised she waited. Or maybe it's something she thought she was doing once she retired. Although I guess she's been retired for a number of years. I don't know. But anyway, she decided to take up beekeeping in 2010. And of course, because of who she is, she was immediately appointed president of the charity Bees for Development. You wouldn't think there would be such a thing, would you? Honestly, which helps to prevent poverty through beekeeping. I wonder how you can prevent poverty through beekeeping. Um, interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, he keeps bees as well. Yeah, he says it's a way to de-stress and he builds his own hives in the garden of his Los Angeles home. Um, he apparently got into it because of his mother's partner. Oh, I'm sure he thinks he's arrived. <laughs> you know, on the top of his apartment block or whatever with the bees. Yeah, I, I saw something recently on TV about someone in London that keeps bees on the very top uh, of an apartment block. And beekeeping is also very popular with some Islamic people. I've met at least one group of Muslims who promote beekeeping I don't know why they do that, but anyway, yeah, I'm guessing it's something related to Islamic history. Oh, Scarlett Johansson, yeah, uh, apparently she got a, a hive full of bees. That's what we call those little houses that bees live in. She apparently received a hive full of bees as a wedding gift in 2008 when she married Ryan Reynolds. The bees were given by Samuel L. Jackson. Um, yeah, apparently Scarlett kept talking about how bees around the world are dying. So he gave her her own bees. Ooh, can you imagine? Oh, no. <clears throat> if someone gave me a, a box of bees for my birthday or as a gift, I wouldn't know what to do with them. Oh, no. No. Oh, even the thought, although they're not as scary as wasps are. Yeah. Oh, Morgan Freeman, he does beekeeping as well. Apparently, um, uh, he started in 2014. These people are all starting very late in life, aren't they? Yeah. And the other thing is, apart from Camilla, these other people, aren't they all American? I mean, you can imagine Americans doing this, can't you? Gee, it's, it's very much uh, save the world, it's my responsibility. That's what happens when you watch too many Tom Cruise movies. Um, yeah, Morgan Freeman, Yeah, he's got 26 hives. And he purposely turned his home into a bee haven, planting acres of bee-friendly plants, such as lavender and clover. Oh, I'm sure he thinks he's arrived as well. Um, although his gardeners look after the bees... He is said to get involved in some of the beekeeping tasks. Oh, choosing not to wear gloves. Oh, oh no. In order to be closer to the bees. 
Well, I don't know. Uh, bees don't sting you automatically, do they? Because if they do sting you, they die. Yeah, so I think they're a bit choosy about who they sting. Um, it says here, Jennifer Gardner. I don't know who that is. But she says that, anyway, she loves beekeeping as well. Um, and she took it up after reading about it uh, with her daughter. Oh, David Beckham. Yeah, you know David Beckham, the footballer. Uh, he's the one that happily took all that money from Qatar for being the, what was he, the ambassador, was he? Uh, of the English football team when they went to Qatar, despite all those human rights protests. Anyway, he built hives in the grounds of his Cotswolds home, that's an area of the UK, the Cotswolds, during the first lockdown. And uh, there's pictures of him on Instagram of keeping bees uh, more recently with their harvest of honey. Oh, no. Oh, no, I couldn't. I just couldn't keep bees. I suppose it's like everything else. You would get used to it, wouldn't you? But, oh, no. No, I... <laughs> there's something you won't hear me doing. If you do hear me on a podcast and there's uh, a buzzing sound in the background, rest assured it's not because I have bees. Uh, it's probably because I'm standing next to the refrigerator <laughs> or something like that anyway. Um, oh, interesting though, isn't it? Yeah, bees. I saw one yesterday in my garden. Well, at least I, I have a garden to let them come in and do their thing. But, um, you know, yeah, I don't like it when they come into the house. Uh, my grandmother was uh, very good at catching them and disposing of them uh, using that jar method, something sweet at the bottom, and water, watching them go in. Uh, my mother took a more violent approach by just getting a newspaper. But if you upset the bee, well, it will come back and bite you. Or is, well, sting you, I think is the correct word. Or as my mother used to say, its brother will come looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> there we are. There we are. So, if you do keep bees, um, maybe you do think you've arrived. <laughs> but you're not impressing me, that's for sure. Right. Okay. Uh, that's it for me. I hope you enjoy your day. See you. Bye.